Hello, everybody. It's Stefan from a Comedy Advice Podcast. And God, I'm just so nervous every time I start one of these things. I want to leave a good impression, a good first impression for those of you that are coming in for the first time. Welcome. And I don't I don't know, is is hello? It's like, oh, should I be more chic? Should I be more international? Like Mr. Worldwide Pitbull, Mr. 305 with like a konnichiwa. I don't know. A lot of the things I do, I think about should I be more like Pitbull? And, you know, it troubles me. And because Pitbull, he's a successful person. He decided to go from local 305 area code to like Mr. Worldwide. That's the type of leap and bound that not many people can make. But Mr. Worldwide Pitbull, he did. So I wanted to dedicate this entire episode to Mr. Worldwide, a.k.a. Pitbull, a.k.a. Mr. 305. Maybe I should just start with a nickname. I don't have a nickname, so I'll give myself one. Maybe I could do an area code like Mr. 305. Mr. 928. That sounds even that area code makes me sound nerdier than I actually am. So I won't do that. I'll do something off Steph. Stefan. Stefanately. Most Stefanately. That's it. All right. Hey, everybody. Glad you sat through that first minute. Excited to have you here because my guest today is superb. I have a sensational episode with Reese Muniz, and he is. He's a precocious little youngster. I saw him live and I thought he was fantastic. So I invited him on the pod. Talk a little bit about that. And I am just shocked to find out how young this guy was. I thought he had been through his second divorce already. I thought he was going through a midlife crisis. I thought he'd been doing stand-up for a long time, but he hasn't. He's fantastic. The episode is awesome. You learn a little bit about him. And of course, of course, we get into the advice. So you'll hear some some giggles as well. Excellent time. Five out of five. Amazing. You know what else is amazing? This cascade of support. You guys are just pouring all over me. I'm so wet and moist with all of your drops of support and love. Comments on Instagram. If you guys haven't followed me on Instagram yet, it's at a comedy advice podcast. All those reviews and stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you leave your reviews, leave one there and be like, Stefan, five stars. Stefan's intros are a little weird because he compares himself to Pitbull, but he's still good. He's not Mr. Worldwide, but he's like Mr. Continent. I'll take that. I would be a Mr. Continent. Or th- maybe three stars. Be like, no, he's like Mr. County or Mr. Neighborhood. No, is that Mr. Rogers? I don't know. But anyway, I'm giving you a gauge of how you can set your review. Nice little template there too. So do that. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Follow me. And just listen. If you're listening to the episode, I'm so proud of you. And if you want to support me, if you've got the monies, if you've got the bank, the cheddar, the sweet cheddar, the savory cheddar, I guess it is. Sweet cheddar would be disgusting. But You can go on the link in the show notes to my Patreon and you can help me make a better podcast. I, right now, I'm in my room, in my house. It's got like five or six sound panels. So I could do like a YouTube video 
maybe. But for Supreme Audio, if I want to be like Mr. Worldwide, I'm trying to get the biggest podcast studio in the world. (laughs) So you guys can help me do that by becoming patrons. And you get some bonus content. You get ad-free content. You get some sweet stuff as well. The last thing is Reese is an awesome guest. Don't forget to support him. Follow him on Instagram. Go to his shows if you're in Phoenix. See him perform. He is a delightful human being and an even more delightful and sensational comic. So that's all I have to say before we get into the episode. Here we go. Our comedy advice podcast. An advice podcast for death and, and friends. To make exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally. What was that, Seven? A uh, comedy advice podcast. <laughs> Holy shit, Reese is connecting. My check, my check. Oh, coming in loud and clear. All right, I'm going to hang up on the left. Oh, no, no, I need to hear double time. Oh, yeah, uh, 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 Stefan. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can't see you yet. Oh, I see you now. There we are. Hey. Holy shit. The magic is happening. Oh. We're in here, bro. About time. I know. Jesus Christ. You say 6 o'clock, 624. <sighs> and we're here. But you know what? It was worth it. It was. We had a nice little you know, digital foreplay where we were talking on Instagram live. We were looking on your Mac, typing in passwords. I feel like yeah, if no, you and I up. were, if we were part of a heist, I think we'd be dead. We'd probably, oh, yeah. Be, yeah. Bro, we would never be in Ocean's Eleven. We, maybe we could be, but we'd be like the guys in the van or no, we'd, we'd be, be the, possible. we'd be the guys taught. No, 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 no. We'd be the front line guys because the guys in the van, those are the tech guys. Those are the guys that hold on to zoom. And then we're the ones that come in with our charm and we're like, Hey, Hey lady, give them a wink. Or we're like the Asian dude that they put in a box. I got just have to, all the car (laughs) goes around the lasers and shit. Both of us, both of us together. We work together. We work better that way. I hoist you up. You pull me down. That's how we work. This is great. Yeah. God. Oceans 12, 11, 13, all that. Yeah. Oceans. What? How many oceans have passed already? Uh, it's got to be 14, at least. <laughs> I don't know. 14. Jesus. George Clooney's going to be dead by the next one. This is yeah, crazy. We better sure. hop on it. But anyway, I digress. Hello. At, well, whoa, 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 whoa. Before we go into it, Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry, Reese. Let me light a candle. Let me get you eased into it with a little bit of run of show so welcome first off my name is stefan it's nice to meet you officially Stefan, nice to meet you uh, once more yes that's right Uh, you remembered i don't know man it seems like so many people were coming up to you like oh reese you're so fucking funny and i was like Jesus, when am I going to get my yeah, time? Not, not everybody was asking me to do a podcast, though. <laughs> and you recognized me. Even with yeah. my mask on. This is the first yeah, time you've bro. seen my bottom half. I got the I got the memory of an elephant. That's pretty good. But hey, you know what? You were a charmer. You would you would be a good Ocean's 25 person on, on the uh, front lines. But I was going to say, so the podcast, if you've never listened before, Putting you on the spot. Have you listened to an episode? Have you listened to anything? Uh, I think I've caught a couple glimpses of a few episodes Don't off like, Instagram. Lie to me. On oh, Instagram, okay. on Instagram. All right. Okay. Okay. Good. I, so you... I peeped a whole episode, bro. You know, so I said I caught a glimpse. You ain't got to get on me like that. 
That's a big investment. I know a whole 40 minutes. It's almost like trying to get on a podcast together or get on Zoom. Yeah. But you know what? We've been chatting for a while, so let's go ahead and crank it up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Comedy Advice Podcast. My name is Stefan Satani, and I'm your host. Joining me today, very special guest. He's a hilarious comedian. You may have seen him in your local Phoenix venue, or you may have seen him on the streets in Phoenix. He's in Phoenix. That's what I'm getting at, everybody. Please welcome Reese <laughs> Muniz. What it do? What's good? Oh my God! It's such yeah, a yeah. pleasure to have you, dude. Yeah, it's good to be here, bro. Especially after all those technical difficulties we were just having. I know, I know. It's you know what? It's it's for the the ones that are really worth it. On some of the other guests, I have shut them down and said, "Hey, we're not going to do this. We're going to yeah. cancel." But Reese, I have been referred to you by so many local comedians. They're like, "You got to get Reese on. You got to get Reese on." And I was like. I don't, I don't really know the guy. And then I went to go see you perform and I was like, yeah. Oh, I really don't want to have him on the podcast. But my wife was like, well, you should. So no, I'm kidding. <laughs> dude, dude, all in jest. You are absolutely hilarious. I saw you perform at Philip Jewel and, and, um, but wow. He said yeah. that entertainment's ready or not. Wednesday's a house of comedy, bro. That's a good show. Yeah. Well, let's not plug shit. That's not ours. Shall we? Fuck. Okay. That. Fuck it. Beef till we die. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, it's all the time for me nobody else no i do i do love philip i met dietrich and rose for the first time there too all very funny people but people. we're not we're not going to talk about them because it's you Welcome. you're the special yeah. guest dude <laughs> you all right this show sounds good bro yeah i was just gonna say you figure with all the zoom uh podcasts you've done you would have known that the password was case sensitive oh uh, dude well, why we couldn't connect i'll tell you what i'll tell you what i am not very intelligent, but also Zoom just recently updated their settings to have a okay. password because too many people just started jacking Zoom rooms and flashing oh. their wiener. So we've had too <laughs> many instances where I was like, guys, this is like the 10th time. And uh, they're like, okay, we'll do something about You're it. You're catching digs mid podcast? Pause. Bro. Yeah, if you scroll really far down our Instagram page, that's like half the clips. I couldn't get a dick out of the shot. So it's it's real tough, dude. But, uh, you know, we, they fixed that now, so we've got a password. And it's got a meeting ID. It's got everything. It's like 18-layer security. I don't think Tom Cruise could get in here in Mission Impossible 17 or whatever. But, yeah, for sure. But we got in. We got yeah. in and we're here. And you know what? I want to drill down deep. I want to go. I want to get deep inside Reese and talk hey, a little boss, better. Bro. First, uh, first off, when you say that, bro. No, or absolutely. Well, I mean, we'll see how the podcast goes. No, but no homo. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, we won't. We, this podcast is gonna go how it goes, and then we just gonna be like, "Hey, it's nice talking. Peace out." I mean, no way getting deep inside nobody right here. Oh, I, I was looking to make some sweet audio harmony with you, Reese. And but uh, what's that a- ASMR? What is that shit called? I, I don't know. I don't know what ASMR means. Is that just noises or just noises or just, into the mic? We could do that too. There is a segment for that that we'll get into in a second. <laughs> but right. Reese, I wanted to talk a little bit about you. Go go deep into the Reese's soul. Which first, I spelled your name wrong. And you called me out on it, so thank you. Yeah, you know, it's only just at the top of my DMs and at the <laughs> profile. And 
it was on the show flyer that you went to shit like that but you know common mistake you had you had your name tag on when i met you and you gave me your yeah. business card and said reese with a c it's not with an s neck, you know what i'm saying so Bro, I, I may have missed a few signals and i'm sorry about that but good. i did I did Google it afterwards, and I was like, "What does Reese even mean?" Because I thought yeah. it was Candy. Do you, Do you know? Did you Google your name? I'm sure you have. No, I've never Googled my name, but I do know it's a black guy's name. That's all I know, dude. Oh my! So I I Googled your name, and it means power and enthusiasm. No, it you know? don't. No, yeah, it don't. <laughs> you cabin, bro. You can't it. It does. I will show you on my phone. And by the way, while we were You're having the technic- type of person that Google's a dream, see what a dream means, bro. No, I don't have to anymore because I know what all that means. If there's a snake in it, that means my wife's cheating on me. If uh, I don't have any teeth, that means that I am need to catch up on my reading. So I know all this shit. But you know what? <laughs> I was going to tell you, you don't read enough books. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have any teeth. You don't read enough books, but guess what? I opened my phone to Google your name. I also, I just caught myself as I was waiting for you to get on. I've got a five-star review here on uh, Apple podcasts for your podcast. Oh, for mine. For yours. I hope you leave a review on mine. And guys, if you haven't yet, please leave a review on a comedy advice podcast, Apple podcast. It helps us climb the charts. We're in the top hundred for top comedy improv podcasts, 27 or something, but we can get to like two. We can do it with your reviews. You can make top 10. Can I, can I read my review for you by the way? Yeah, read it. Let's hear it. So it's five stars. It says so fire. And then in the description, it says, You'd think it was from California. Oh, shit. <laughs> so far, you think it's a gender reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. See, that's why you're the comedian and I'm just the humble yeah. podcaster. But yeah, thank you. The podcast. Appreciate the, the rate, bro. Or this, uh, what was it? A review? That's what they call it. Oh, it's a both. The rate, the rating is the stars, and then the review is the text underneath. And I left it both because I was like, "This deserves it." It really. Oh, that's love. I was listening to it. I want you to tell me a little, and my listeners, a little about it because these are podcast fans, so they are voracious yeah. and they love audio content, and they will gobble your content right up if you sell it right. But I was <laughs> listening to episode one with Peter Jordan, where he spilled a drink all over killed the vibe but the no. only reason it made it such a big deal that peter spilled some water on the carpet is because we got white carpet bro like <sighs> if you come to my house you got to take off your shoes like it's almost like we're living like asians out around here you gotta take your shoes off you know i get and it man he, it was fair warning i told him look bro just whatever you do don't spill nothing on the carpet first thing he does like 10 minutes in knocks over a glass of water just killed the whole vibe Damn, dude. He's the homie. I let it slide. You know what I'm saying? Anybody else might have to catch a few fades. Did, did you send him the bill at the end of the episode? He's just lucky with a little bit of water. You know? So oh, okay. That. Yeah, that's, that, that is good. <laughs> but tell, tell me, what was the genesis of Studio Gangster Podcast? I can't, I can't say yeah. it. I feel like a dork when I say it, but Studio Gangsta, it's got what, eight episodes so far? It's got Peter Jordan. It's got yeah. tons of, of cool we got, folks. Uh, I've had 
Well, started off, I was doing it by myself. It was just me doing solo podcast. Well, not so much solo podcast, but I would have guests on. So I had uh, Peter. Peter was on there, Peter Jordan. The other homie that's stand-up comedian, Thomas Abelito. He's been on there a few times. Nice. nice. And then I had the homie Eric Bernal on there. So, you know, I've had a few guests on there. But then uh, then all the corona shit happened. I'm not too tech-savvy with the Zoom, you know. So I, I try to get somebody in there that I trust. I could just, you know, ramble on with some shit about. And that's when I got my homie Tolly on. And he's like my co-host now every week. And he keeps a good conversation. He's got some hot takes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just figured that like Studio Gangsta is a good like double entendre because, you know, I'm not that tough, but, you know, I'll be talking that shit in the booth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. And this the cover art is great, too. Did you do yeah, that yourself? My, uh, no, my homie. Um, so I, I live with the, my homie Jay Reed. He's a musician and he's got this group called Prime Society and the singer Shy, he's an artist, too. So he drew that shit up for me real quick. So peep his shit, Prime Society, Shaheem, J. Reed. Check him out, Twitter. Shaheem's nice. got some dope artwork. He's more of like a, this is like a lot of comic book type shit, but it's pretty dope. That's pretty sick. And um, let's please remember what I said about plugging others. This is about you. So fuck. Oh, fuck no, no, I'm bad. kidding. I'm kidding. It's I my put squad, in... though. It's my squad. It's the homie. So Dude. if I promote them, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it goes into that saying, like, if you win, we all win, you know? Yeah, I know that I give you shit, but I do have to say I love the type of people that aren't just all about them and they actually give love to the people that they support or people that they recognize that are doing a good job because yeah, you only in competition with yourself, but you know, yeah, damn, so, you're deep. So this deep, is uh, uh yeah, th- hey, this is a self help podcast, so I feel like Reese, you're 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 on brand with this, but anyway, I also wanted to talk about your comedy career. I mean, shit. You've been performing all over the Valley. I've seen you, well, yeah. I saw you at a show at the House of Comedy. You also opened or featured for Jesus Trejo. Oh, yeah, Jesus, that's the homie too. Tallest yeah. Mexican ever. Oh, bro. Who, I think he has a new hour out, and he also, he goes on tour with Burt Kreischer. So, yeah, a lot. I mean, he can't swim, though. He can't swim? Nah, he barely just started learning how to swim. Oh my god, dude! I am a water safety instructor, certified. Oh I to, shit! I used to be a lifeguard. I know you probably couldn't tell from the look that hasn't changed since high school, but I <laughs> did used to be a lifeguard. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's cool. You see man. anybody drowning before? Yeah, a couple folks. I mean, it's really a swim at your own risk type of thing. Oh, um, fuck. you were no, lifeguard at like a pool. I was. I was. I was a lifeguard at the Clarkdale Pool in Arizona, Northern. Like? It's near uh, Jerome. Have you ever heard of Jerome? Oh, the ghost town. Yes. Yep. A lot Man. of ghosts from the pool, actually. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you don't know how to save them. <laughs> I just throw in the noodle. I'm like, bro, can you grab it? Yeah, figure no, it but, out, bro. No, it, it was amazing. I didn't have to save anybody. Everybody, surprisingly, that jumped into the pool knew how to swim. So I didn't have to save a single soul. Damn, why did they even hire you then if everyone knew how to save each other? Yeah, that's a good point. I think it's a liability, (laughs) but you know, I had to look the part at least. You know what? It's kind of like a visibility is is the importance type thing. Like a peace of mind that, like, if I do drown, somebody's gonna be here to at least save me. It's like a seatbelt on an airplane. It's like if shit goes down, am I really gonna be saved by this? No, but it comforts me as I fasten it across my waist. Yeah, it's like a car seat for for a baby. Like ah, exactly. That baby's gonna get smashed. Yeah, maybe going through the windshield. 
<laughs> but you know what? Enough about me, enough about babies, because this is about you, Reese. So I wanted to ask about the comedy career. What was the the spark that ignited the, all the funnies that come from you? Well, I've always been kind of like a fan of comedy. I remember, like, but my thing was, like, I always liked the big ones. I like, like the ones I finally got the big shot. Like, I remember watching George Lopez's first special or, like, um, Damn. Like, I know he's kind of frowned upon now, but I didn't know when I was a kid. Carlos Mencia was pretty big at the time. Like, I remember and I remember even seeing, like, around that same time with Mencia that, like, um, Comedy Central was always showing, like, uh, the Comedy Central Presents on, like, they were showing them on repeat. Oh, yeah. Whatever yeah. they had in, in that season going on, they would just keep them on repeat. So you could tune in at any time and see some good comedy. But um, I don't know, bro. Like, just one day I was – I would go to my desk job – and I could listen to shit in my, my headphones. So I was just listening to comedy albums, interviews, all kinds of shit. And then uh, finally my uh, my boss left me this, like, note that said, like, I could limelight as a comedian or something. Maybe she, like, saw my wittiness or some shit. I'm yeah, like, well, yeah. fuck it, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I didn't know. I never looked into it, like, how it worked. So my first time, like, I went up to this open bike at a bar. And I didn't write any jokes, bro. I thought people were just funny off the top. So I went up there just trying to be funny off top. Like, I thought for HBO, George Lopez just walked out and just talked some shit for an hour. Oh, I didn't know shit. he wrote down jokes and, like, worked them out for months at a time. <laughs> so I go into this bar. I'm, I'm all nervous. I'm trying to think of shit to talk right off the top of my head. Bro, yeah. I go in there, like, you know that moment when you first hear your voice out the microphone? Like, I was like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And then, oh, uh, shit. I'm just rambling about some bullshit. And this, uh, the, like, it was just me, me and this black guy were like the only minorities at this bar. And then I thought, we, you know, we're just going to have some unity based off of that. Bro, he went, boo, you suck. <laughs> You're boring. Get off the stage. <laughs> I was, and then I was like, oh, I'm sorry. This is my first time ever doing it. I, my bad. No, I got to go. And I walked off. You, so you completely bombed your first open mic. What caused oh, yeah. you to go back? Were you just like. I love this so much or I don't I, like fucking being bad at something for one. So I was like, dang, I got to at least redeem myself a little bit. And then you kind of start talking to your homies and, you know, you tell, I told my homies like, Hey, I did some stand up comedy. I bombed. And he's like, and you expect them to shit on you. They shit on you for a little bit, but then they're supportive. So that's always a good to nice. know that your homies support you. I don't think you're just a fucking clown. So how long that ago was that? Uh, I want to say like three, three and a half years ago, maybe four. I don't know. Three. I would say at least three and a half. Wait, so you don't, you don't count your comedy anniversary where you take a picture in front of a comedy club and. Oh, no, not if you bomb the first time. Fuck no. <laughs> Try to forget that day, bro. <laughs> but I know it's been about like at least three and a half years. Cause yeah, I did dude. it. I'm 24 now. I did it when I was like 21, when I first go to a bar. Oh, fuck. You're 24 years old. Yeah. How old are man. you? Oh, you don't want to know, man. You, I do how now. Old, how old do you think I am? Let's let's play the guessing game. Let's well, make now you're making it seem like you old as fuck, so I got to go old. Like I can't guess the same age. So no, I would just, say... Were you going to guess like, the same age? No. Nah, I mean, I would. I don't assume. Like, I, But I also don't give a fuck. You know? Like, it don't mean nothing. <laughs> but I would say... Um, now that you made it seem like you're older, maybe late twenties, early thirties, and that's going old. 
Shit, dude. Thank you. I'm, I'm 24, bro. I'm a, I'm a young stallion. You know what I'm saying? You are, yes, a young buck. And I am an old stag that probably needs to be put down and be made into yeah. glue. I'm, th- <laughs> I'm, 30, I'm 32 years old, bro. You're the reason for climate change. We got to get you the fuck out of here. <laughs> I am. Jesus. I'm just going to, you know what? I, I'm going to be requested to be burned in a way that just sends more CO2 in the air. It starts another wildfire yeah, in California. burn you in acid. So that's how it's got it. Yeah, it's just like Terminator 2, man. I got to be Breaking doused. Bad oh, Breaking Bad, dude. Fuck. Like like fucking uh, Mike Ermintrout. Walter White. Poor, poor souls. Dude. All right. Well, yeah, but I'm 32 years old. I'm old as shit. You're 24 years old. You've First, hold on. Hold on. I look 30. <laughs> yeah, you look old as shit, dude. No, no, I'm kidding. You look, you, you look good. I, I just, here's why I thought you were older. I thought you were older because your comedy career is matured. It's ripe like a fully formed peach. So I feel oh, like that, bro. the nectar and juices are there. When you take a bite, you're like, this one's yeah. ready. You know, if you take a bite of like a open mic bombed their first time and then they're at it for six months every now and then you're like, this peach is not ready. Throw yeah. it away. But you, like, I want to keep you in my fridge if you were a peach. This is getting... for later. No homo. Yeah, exactly. Like, slice you up into little... God, this is getting creepy. I, anyway, let's just... Enough with the peach. Enough with the peach. But you are so... I feel like just three years, and you're already doing these shows, and, yeah. and your jokes are well-formed. And I feel like I look at the charisma and the stage presence which is the same shit, so it's only one finger. But that, right. the, the joke writing and and just the solid punches in the last per minute. And I feel like you were a solid 8.5 on, like, all of those. So Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate that, bro. That's a lot of, that's a lot of hard work. And I like uh, I like that you knew all those terms, bro, because I know I'm a, I'm a closeted comedy dweeb, so it's good <laughs> to hear somebody else say that. You know, oh, it, it shows that you put in some work too, bro. But, yeah, it's a... Uh, Oh, just to you. get what you've seen at, on that show was a, a lot of long nights of writing, a lot of nights waiting to bomb, you know, but Damn. Yeah, I think it, I try to take it somewhat serious, even though it's a silly business. Yeah. Well, it shows, but what's been your biggest challenge in your th- fucking three years? I thought you were going to be like, I've done comedy for 11 years and nah. I'm 46 years old. I'm divorced and fuck dude. Look at you. I, I, ah, my hope and humanity. Like, I, I feel like you're just a blossoming flower and you've got so you might be on Comedy Central one of these days. I feel it. I feel it in my in my old ass bones. Oh, I but, appreciate that, man. Don't gas me up too much. You know what I'm saying? Somebody come catch a show and catch a bad one. <laughs> that's <laughs> hey, that's fair. That's fair. But you know what? Yeah. I, I I caught a good one, so that's why you're on the podcast. If it was bad, I wouldn't have even stopped you. <laughs> you would just walk past like you didn't know me. That's fucked up. <laughs> What the fuck was I asking? Oh, yeah. What's been your biggest challenge, man? Like, ha- has it all come easy to you or what's come easy? What's come hard? Um, I think I can. Uh, I don't know. Like comedy, right? I think everybody has their own challenges. Mine, mine is always like I could find the punchline pretty fast of how I want to say it. Like what yeah. I want the punchline to be. But it's hard to, for me to figure out the best setup for that, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. Like the best so, way to bring it up to an audience instead of like just rapping these bars to them, just punchline after punchline. So that comes pretty easy. 
then you gotta just hit the stage, see if it works. Yeah. And then just build off of that. Sometimes I say the punchline that I could build the setup behind it the way that I want that I like that it flows, you know. That's pretty interesting. Cause usually what I hear from from comics is, oh, I gotta like make this short and I start with my setup and then trying to make it try to punch it up for a nice yeah. zingy punchline. But you're like, hey, no, you know what? I've already got this this deliciousness. I just got to wrap it up in a box so that people can open it up and then be like, surprise. Yeah. Cause I don't, get... I don't tell a lot of stories. You know, a lot of it's just uh set up punch. So I, li- to... I like that. I like that. Cause you know what? I, I, I feel like I don't have that many stories. So I like to just create jokes from either thin air, sometimes, you know, from personal experiences or my opinions, but People, some people just have these stories that, or they have these little seeds of a story that they can make flourish. So it's nice to hear that there are also folks that are just like, you know what? I'm not a story guy. I'm like a, I'm just like a one, two punch guy. That's how I roll. Yeah. That's how I do it. I don't know. I, I can't really tell a story too much. Like I even start losing my own attention span. Yeah, that's totally fair. So where do you see yourself like two years from now? What's the two-year plan for Reese? Uh, I mean, I'm probably still be working a day job, paying the bills, but I'm hoping at least in two years I'm getting some club work, some, you know. Nice, nice. You still going to yeah. be doing the podcast? Oh, uh, yeah, that's just something for people to get a daily dose, you know. Oh, I like it. Daily dose of Reese. That's great. Yeah, the, just the some content to keep them by till they ask me when the next show is and don't come. Nice, man. All right. Well, Reese, this has been awesome hearing from you. We're not done. I know it sounds like we're done, but we're not done. We're going to get into the self-help. Unless you got to okay. go. If you got to go, we're done. That's it. Thank you, everybody. Oh, we're closing oh, I'm on here. Show. I'm here. I'm ready. All right. All right. We're going to get into some self-help. This is where we've got some questions from right. fans. They've sent them in from Reddit or all across the barnacles of the internet, like Yahoo Answers, Quora, etc. But before we get into the questions, we just got one little little thing to help inspire us to be able to answer these questions All right. with, uh, with some wisdom. And this is a quote. So before I get into my inspirational quote that I'm going to help gas us up, I'd like to ask my guests if they have any inspirational quotes that help them get through yes. their dark days. Oh, uh, inspirational? Oh, uh, bro. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie uh, A Bronx Tale? No. With Robert De Niro? You've never seen Bronx Tale, bro. I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. Dude, my parents wouldn't let me watch it. It was ra- it wasn't rated PG. They still, the I called them last night. I was like, "Can I watch it?" They're like, "Nope." There's a lot of violence. <laughs> it's <laughs> very bad. Oh, but no, no I, I haven't seen it. It's good though. Is it good? Oh, one of my favorite movies, bro. That it's Bronx Tale, Goodfellas, Departed. Those are at least my top three right there. But Bronx Tale. You- do you want to know how many of those that I've seen? Oh, don't do it, bro. Are you like a church going type of dude? Like you don't no, just no, every. But you know what? I people have said that I have I give Mormon vibes. Yeah, I can see it. But Mormons Maybe. are cool. They be Mormons be playing basketball. See, I don't play basketball. I I do like basketball. I did play, but anyway, I did see The Departed, and The Departed is a fantastic movie. Oh, Fantastic. amazing, bro. It's got Marky Mark. You got um, Leonardo Matt DiCaprio. Damon, Matt DiCaprio. 
Alec Baldwin. You got Jack Nicholas in there, bro. What the fuck? That's an all-star cast. I yeah. forgot the girl that's the main like therapist in there, but she bad too. Oh yeah, she was pretty good. Fuck. And then there was uh Martin Sheen too. Martin Sheen. You never seen Goodfellas though? No. Bro, with Ray Liotta? Ray Liotta? De Niro? Fuck. Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci, man. Nothing? Crazy. All I've seen, I haven't even seen it. I think I've just heard it. Is where Joe Pesci's like, "Am I funny to you? Like a like a clown?" Funny? Yeah, Casino. That's... You ever seen Casino? No, dude. Bro, what is wrong with you, man? It's a, it's a shame too, bro, because those are my people, like Italian, yeah. right? I yeah, it's fucked up. They should be showing that at your fucking when you give birth, bro. That should be the first thing you see coming out the womb. <laughs> it because life is best visited by death from cinematic experiences exactly i love that oh, yes bro but on bronx tale um basically the movie's like a loosely based off De Niro's life and the kid in there uh that played like it's supposed to be De Niro, i guess uh get starts hanging around some gangsters and yeah. um the, the gangster would always tell uh De Niro, which in his name in the movie was called sunny they'd be telling him like hey man the working man's a sucker that, that was the best quote, bro. That quote, I don't know what it is. Something about the working man's a sucker. Always a good inspiration when you're clocking into work. That is pretty good. I like it. I, lo- I love it, actually. I feel like it could really pump you up to be like, the working man's a sucker. Yeah. Or get you really depressed if you're like, fuck, I've been a working man for 20 years. Yeah. I'm a sucker. What like a, There's got to be a year in which it's like, the working man's a sucker, and then you're like, I'm the working man. You got to know your limits, bro, because I walked out on one of my jobs, bro. I just walked the fuck out didn't come back. I was at that job for like four years. What? And you just walked out? Yeah. You got to know. You got to know. You just bounce. It don't even matter. What Was there a final straw, or was it all just one big pernicious experience that caused you to say, fuck it? It was just whack, bro. Just... Cause I was right out of high school and they got me. That's how the big car, like big companies get you. They get you right out of high school, throw you some money that you ain't never had before. You thinking you balling. And then like after a while, kind of just whatever was going on in my life when I needed that money, I no longer had going on. So I didn't need the money. I knew how to, you know, finesse my way into some money, but I was like, do I really need this job? And then I asked my dad how he felt if I left. He's like, bro, just throw the papers out and walk. So I was like, well, shit. If my dad ain't going to ground me, you know, I might as well just kick it, get out of there. <laughs> just walked out. But yeah, it was a, Fuck know, dude. a corporate America sucks. It does. It, it absolutely does. And I just, fuck, dude, you're 24 years old. You've already walked out of a job. You've got I another full-time you. job. You've, you're a fucking comedian and yeah. you've a good one at that. Appreciate that. <laughs> I feel like you should be older. This is not fair. I've lived, I feel like, I've lived a long 24 years, my guy. You know what? It's because you watched a fucking Bronx Tale. That's <laughs> the missing ingredient for me. Yeah. Damn it. All right. All right. Fine. Okay. Well, I'm, so I'm going to simmer down. That was a great quote. Thank you, Reese. I've got my quote. And my quote is actually not by a person. It's by a robot. And it's called Robot. And what it does. Oh, that's, that's not fair. They got the algorithm to your emotions. Oh, bro. Inspirebot knows all. 
And what they did, what Inspirebot does is it uses AI to take some of the wisest words known to man. Okay. Smash them together. Beautiful quote. All right. All right. You, you ready? Okay. Bear slap. I'm going to try and say it as Inspirebot would to get the message across. I feel like it really helps with the emotion. They like Morgan Freeman. And or, I'm Morgan Freeman. An organ donor is never prepared to be an organ donor. Uh, I feel like I see, you post that today somewhere, bro. I feel like I just seen that shit. It, oh, yeah. Um, I put it in the agenda that I sent you yesterday. Okay, that's where I see it. That's where I see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So and I can't say it in a high volume. An, an organ donor. An organ is, donor is never prepared to be an organ donor. That's right. That's right. I don't think that that's a quote that I want to hear from a robot. That sounds like we're all going to get murdered and I don't organs. Think, I don't think organ donors really give a fuck. Because usually yeah. they get the organs once they're dead, right? No, bro. That's the organ donee. The donor gives the organs. That's what I'm saying. Well, but, well, 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 but okay, I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying is, you could die when you least expect it. And if people, this is what I'm afraid of. If people know you're an organ donor and then they need some sweet organs, you might be first in line, bro. An, an so accident. Like, if you're an organ donor, do like, are you on like active duty at all times? Like, a, can they call you, like do a draft any day and you just give up an organ? Like we, we need, our country needs you to give your lung for us. No. I don't think it works like that. You have to die. You have to be dead. Right. So, like, if you're the donor, you're giving your organs. You got to die first to give these organs, right? You got to be I'm dead. I'm saying, with, based off that quote, they're saying an or- organ donor is never prepared to be an organ donor. So, yeah, because we out here getting fucked up. We live in life. We blackening these livers and kidneys are gone. My lungs full of Swisher Sweets, bro. Like, yeah, you're right. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready when I died. I wasn't ready when I was alive. Nor do I care because I'm dead. I'm gone. Maybe it could be like uh it, it it does the way you say it makes me think of the YOLO lifestyle. But yeah. then I thought about YOLO. You only live once. But if you're an organ donor, you kind of live twice because you're giving your organs and your organs are part of a being that is still alive. So it's almost yeah, like but that's like changing a tire. Oh fuck! Well, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These are switch tires. No, it's it's like it's like you're the car, and then you just get dumped in the junkyard, and then people yeah. just strip you for parts. Yeah, I'm just a junk car right now. I'm a parts car. Fuck, dude. Yeah, it's true. I don't feel very inspired after this. Yeah, it's a stupid ass robot. That's a dumbass quote. All right, moving on. Now that we're not inspired, we're gonna answer some questions. This one, first one, it's from right. Reddit. It's found by our fan Julian. Thank you, Julian. It says stinky car. Hey, I bought my first car a month ago, and it smells a bit like a farm. Bought it from a guy living on a farm. It has a leather interior. How can I get rid of the smell? Reese, yeah, just burn the car. <laughs> Especially, what kind of car is it though? Like, what kind of car are we talking? Because if you're talking, maybe he had a a Benzo up in there, and you came up on the low for this Benzo, and it kind of stank a little bit. You could just go to like um, 
AutoZone. I used to work at AutoZone, so you can get some Ozone. I'll hook it up. I still got my discount card. I can get some Ozone. I think that's what it's called. And that gets the, the smell out. Put a couple oh. of those pine trees up in there. That's what I was going to say. Just stuff it with those black ice pine trees. You get a little forest yeah. pine, a little pina colada, Caribbean holiday, and it's no no longer smells like a farm. It smells like a the thing with those uh, trees is that you got to put them where the air goes in for the cabin filter. That way, it goes through the AC. Life hacks with Reese. I love this. This is a Mexican mechanic hack right there, dude. That's sick. Is there a chance oh. that it will accidentally light on fire? No, no, no. You just put it where, because you know how you, in your car you got AC for your, you know, for the cabin is what they would call it. Yeah. There's a filter in there. So the air gets pulled from somewhere. So you just put oh. it where the air gets pulled and the smell goes through the AC. Gotcha. I've had to replace yeah. that because my wife told me that I should be able to do that. So I had to look at a YouTube video. Like you, like one time I remember I, felt like I kicked my shoes off maybe after like football practice or something. And, like, I kicked them off, and, like, you could smell them from, from your nose to your feet. But, like, once I started driving, the A.C. kicked on, and it's just going through the A.C., bro. So that's how you learn. Gross. Okay, yeah. so so good. Get the, the trees in the cabin filter. You get – you know what? But, I mean, like, when you think, oh, it smells like farm, is that a bad smell to you or is that a good smell? Because part of me thinks, oh, it smells like – It smells like a fucking petting zoo. Okay. Like, All right. Go shitting everywhere. Yeah, I don't blame them. Get, I'd get rid of that car, though. Me, I would have been like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't even interested. To be honest with you, <laughs> maybe they got it at a good price. You never know. We traded two cows and five hundred dollars cash. Maybe, maybe he gave a dowry. You never know. Yeah, maybe it's uh... all I can imagine him getting off a farm is like a old ass Ford F one fifty. You never know. That's so stereotypical, bro. It could be a Lambo. Could be like a, a fucking. <laughs> A fucking Porsche. Dirt road. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. I, be- all I know is being a cholo, you can find a lot of cars, like the low riders out in barns. Like they call them barn finds. You can get one of those barn finds for the low, flip it for the high. Another tip from Reese. Hot tip. Hot tip. Love it. Dude, only 24 years old. This fucking prodigy over here. Next question. <laughs> We've got this question is from Reddit. It's found by our fan Francesca. Thank you, Francesca. It says, oh, I am going to. She does. I like it. Nice. Let's Italian hear this man. question, though. We'll base it off the question. It says, I'm going to open up a shop to sell objects necessary for funerals, coffins, flower crowns, crosses, etc. Is it all right to put a cartoony drawing of the Grim Reaper outside the shop? Yeah, because you could do a funeral slash costumes for Halloween. So you'd be all right. <laughs> Halloween costumes and shit. Uh, yeah, but you might want to watch out because I feel like spirit costumes, they might have the trademark for old Grimm. So you got to make sure it's oh, not in that likeness. Maybe put like a red nose to show that, um, you know, it's different. Put, put a differentiator on there. Put a coffin with a clown in it. A coffin with a clown in it. I like it. With all the <laughs> accessories. With there the uh, a flower crown. And a cross. So it'll look, you know, death doesn't have to, I don't understand, death doesn't have to be so depressing and macabre. I mean, I guess macabre because it has to do with death, but it doesn't have to be so sour and everything. You can celebrate life. 
Reese, I mean, you're a comedian. Wouldn't you want to be maybe in a clown costume in your coffin when you're showing at the viewing? I don't know if, they, if I want some face paint or anything like that. <laughs> Definitely, you know, make me look good, you know. But I think what she's trying to do is that way they don't bury him with like a $40,000 crown. You can just put this little fake one on there type stuff, make him look nice. I respect that. That's fair. Okay. I figure if I if I'm dying, you know, make me look nice, but definitely you know keep my chain. Maybe you need that or something. Don't bury me with the the Cuban links. That might be a good. Oh, okay. So you don't want to be buried with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying like if I got a family and I'm getting buried, you don't want to bury me with all my nice shit. Like if I got rings or jewelry, you know, dress me up in some shit that looks nice, but it's fake, but looks nice. And then you keep all the nice stuff because I'm. I mean, I'm gonna be buried for life, you know. You're way too fucking nice. This is great. I would want to be buried with all my shit because I earned it. It's mine. But I'm just thinking, like, if someone passed, like, if I wanted their shit, I don't want them to be buried with it either. Okay, so you're, okay, all right. This is better. I like this. Okay, bringing it, leveling it out with a little bit of yeah. selfishness. This is good. So uh, that is a good point, though. I think they should sell replicas or or just like gold chain fake mm-hmm. ones and stuff like that that that's the middle of the mall stuff that's pretty good i love it yeah. okay but anyway we've decided grim reaper is okay as long as it's not too much like spirit yeah i'm thinking you could you know double as a halloween store i'm not mad at it double as a, yeah because like a lot of that fake shit people might want to use it for their costumes mm-hmm. as accessories. like a rap video or something so maybe put maybe make the grim reaper look a little gangster too yeah put a grim reaper but in like a like a like a bishop don juan suit you know like a pimpin suit and the site maybe you can make him you can make him look like joe pesci from uh goodfellas yeah you make him look like snoop dogg and starsky and hudge oh dude do it do it love it all (laughs) right all right we've got our last question you ready reese it says roommate ate a slice of my birthday cake. Mm. Okay. So my birthday was earlier this month. My girlfriend bought me an ice cream cake. My girlfriend and I had one slice each and put it in the freezer. It has been in there for a few days or so. My roommate tells me today when I get home that he helped himself to a slice. My girlfriend and I both found this extremely rude. Is it? Or are we both overreacting? He does this all the time and especially with food. I just want my question answered and maybe advice on handling this kind of situation that I've had no luck in the past. Mm. See, this is a tricky one because I got roommates. But the Are they listening? Is, nah. Will they listen? See, I, I lucked out. I got the upstairs of myself so they can't hear me. I talk all the shit I want. Nice, nice. Yeah. But um, my question is more like, how close you with with this roommate you know how close are you guys are you guys really good homies let's see like we got we got a roommate downstairs and he'd be mooching he's be using everything but he don't be he don't be chipping in he he sticks to himself and you think you just mooch off the homies like that it's like nah 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 nah. you gotta at least ask if you that homie but like me and the other homie jay reed i figure i let him use some stuff I, i never if you're going to do that, you can never take too big. You know, like if you take a slice, it's got to be enough to where they still can be full the next day if they wanted to tear up the whole cake. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I feel, I feel you. And I, and I, I agree with you like 94%. I do 
like you said, there are those types of people, and it's so frustrating when you have roommates like that, where they're a mooch, they just take whatever they want, and they don't mm-hmm. ask. And if it's a chronic thing, you got to do something about it, whether it's confronting them or sabotaging some of your food with some x lax or yeah. some shit to show them, this is mine, bitch. But if it's just like... <laughs> If it's just like once, I feel like – and then you also have to see – to your point, you had some really good messages. I feel like you're an excellent roommate, Reese. You know, if if things with my wife don't work out and I do need a place to stay, I'll ask you if there is an opening. But so, um, Just don't bring the cat. Fair. I have two. So uh, Look at her. Look at her, dude. Cat. She's so cute. Look, she, she's so fat. She looks like a little cow, doesn't she? Yeah. She's just I'm wild. not saying she's not cute. I'm not saying she don't look like a cow. I'm just saying I'm allergic as fuck, and I would love to pet the cat, you know, but I can't. How allergic are you? What happens? Like, it's uncomfortable. Like, I get in hives, and my eyes get all dry, and, you know, but it's just more, I ain't going to let the cat be comfortable more than I'm comfortable. The cat's got to yeah. go. Cat's got to go. Okay, that's fair. All right, well, maybe it won't work out. I'll have to talk to somebody else. But besides that, I feel like you got to – if you're going to take something, make sure you're not eating so much so that, oh, my God, I've had roommates yeah. where I'll have a box of Cheez-Its. Mm. Bought them myself. They're mine. They got my name on it. Steph, right. Stefan's Cheez-Its. Then, Another thing is, real quick, you don't have to write your name on it. No, no, I do. I do because there have been so many mo- – I don't. That's a little aggressive. I shouldn't do that. But – I'm trying to send a you message. You don't know what they buy at the store, man. You ain't got to buy, write your name on it and flex on them. Like, yeah, these my cheeses. You ain't got no snacks. Bro, Joe that's bro a, it's a luxury item, okay? Cheez-Its? I mean, that's like, they're, they're like Safeway, ch- the white cheddar, of course. Fuck out of here, bro. You you a rookie to this Cheez-It game, bro. I've been on, uh, I've been on the extra toasty Cheez-Its lately. Extra, what is that? Extra toast, extra toasty. They burn, you know, how like every once in a while you get a burnt cheese it and you're like, Oh, that's kind of fire. Now they got a whole box. That sounds disgusting. Burnt oh, cheese, you a hater. They also got a buffalo wild wing cheese it's, those are fire. Okay, I can get down with Buffalo Wild Wing Cheez-Its, but yeah. Cheez-Its where they act, it's like the reject Cheez-Its where they got left. There was a malfunction with the oven, so they've been there too long and they're just burnt to a crisp. Look, you talking all this cap, but you ain't had them yet. I've had every cheese it on the block. White cheddar's cool. White cheddar's cool. I'll give you that. You know, but I'm just saying that's a very low on the totem pole of cheese it's. Okay. White chat original is the best. I think that is non disputable. Original right. the best. I'll agree. I'll agree. White cheddar is good if it's there. So it's not what I would buy originally, but if it's right. there, meh. But original is my favorite. I am interested. And if we ever do meet, if I go to see your show, please do bring a box of those Buffalo Wild Wings because that has piqued my interest. The burnt, I'll try them. We can. They're not burnt, man. They're extra toasty. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I tell my wife when I make some toast for her that I forgot for two hours. I'm like, yeah, that's burnt. That's burnt. (laughs) That's burnt somewhere. It's it's got a little bit of charcoal on it, a little bit of smoke coming out the toaster. That's burnt. <laughs> All right, but anyway, so we'll we'll um, talk about cheese it's another time. But anyway, th- these people, they these roommates, they will yeah. eat where there's like one cheese it left, and then leave. Oh, it. see, can't do that. 
You can't do that. That's a no-no. Dude, throw it. Like, if you're going to eat all of them, throw them away. Because then I have to look and be like, ah, shit. And then eat the one or the crumbs. This is what we do around here. This is what we do around here. If you, you could use it, right? At least this is how it's been going down. Is you yeah. could use it. But if you finish it, you buying another one, man. That's the rule. That's how that's it should the rule. Be. We have a the other roommate that's the mooch, man. My my homie J Reed was saying that, hey man, help yourself to these bananas. No homo. And then uh <laughs> homie took the last banana. So you can help yourself to the middle five bananas, but you can't take the last one like it's your rack of bananas. With some people, oh, Rack of Bananas, that's a nice band name. But I feel like you also have to say, if it's like a box of Cheez-Its or something, you have to be like, this, when there are zero left, that doesn't mean that that's the end. You have to be like, when it's one-fifth left, that means you have to buy another one. Because some people, they'll just leave it to the last Cheez-It. And it's... That's fucked up. Obviously, there are some unresolved issues inside of me that have caused me to that have stirred from this question. No, and... I feel that when I was living at my dad's, it was me, my dad, my little brother, and I bought Girl Scout cookies, and somebody ate them. I don't know who to this day, but when I find out, it's on site because Girl Scouts yeah. they only come once a year. That's right, very seasonal, very, very seasonal. seasonal. I walk over, I buy the whole booth. I don't give a fuck. Oh, dude, those things are like crack. Seriously. Yeah. Delicious. I only, I only get the Thin Mints or the Truffle Oils. Those are my favorite. I've never even heard of the Truffle Oils. The Blue Box. Oh, shit. Okay, I've had Samoas, Samosas, okay. Samoas. Orange Box. And the Thin Mints. Thin Mints, put them in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Let them chill. Delicious. Crack Beautiful snap. Cracking in some Thin Mints. Fuck, those are my favorite. All right. Yeah. But anyway, this birthday cake, I feel like, here's my thing. It's chronic. So this is not the first time he's done it. Right. I would, I would be a little pissed. I would try and say something or send a message. If it was his first time, I'd be okay with it because your birthday cake, your food can send a message. And there's different types of food, obviously. Like you just said, rack of bananas or bunch, whatever the technical term is. If there's one left, it's like units. You have one banana, five bananas. You have a box of Cheez-Its. You have whatever. So they can take some if it's kind of a collective unit, or they can take one, and it makes a difference. If it's a birthday cake, I feel like the birthday cake, there are many slices. And I don't know if anyone downs a whole birthday cake by themselves, unless they're very sad. Which another part of it might be like, how fucked up of a friend are you that you didn't even invite him? This is your roommate. And why wasn't he there to eat the birthday cake to begin with? Why didn't you invite him to the birthday, the party? That's a good point. Where he could have filled his, his, uh, his, his thirst belly. for his cake. Yeah. That's right. That's, fucked up. That's right. So I think you need to look inside yourself and realize what a piece of shit you are for not inviting your roommate and think about, yeah. hey, what's wrong with me? Yeah, it was really it was really good with you. That's right. Nah, maybe your roommate's God one eighty. Maybe the roommate's the good guy here, and maybe he helped chip in for that cake. He was like, you know what, all the other roommate's girlfriend. Here's a couple bucks. Get him a nice ice cream cake. Chocolate's his yeah. favorite. He loves the strawberry filling. Why don't you give him that? And you know or, what? Or maybe the roommates that are bitching are on a diet. 
And the dude has a fast metabolism. He's trying to help him out. Like, hey, you all can't even be eating this cake right now. Bro. Summer 2021 when Corona on full full alert and you trying to be in Florida. I'm trying to make sure you got a nice body out there in Florida. That's right. Yeah, exactly. He's like, what are you crazy trying to make your blood sugar levels go up and down like a Six Flags roller coaster? Jesus, man. Especially with all this Rona out here. diabetes. Can wreak havoc on your immune system, give you diabetes, which makes you high risk. Maybe the roommate knows that he's an organ donor. And I was like, look, you can't be eating this cake. You might die tomorrow, and we can't be donating these organs full of sugar all over the country. That's right. It's going to be futile because people are going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. We can't do a transplant with this liver. It's got chocolate cake inside. Throw it away, and then you're done. Not even two lives. You're dead. Two. Two bodies, one cake. Two bodies. Two slices, (laughs) one cake. Oh fuck! Two, two, two cakes, cake. two cake, two roommates. One. Uh, well, anyway. All right. Well, that was the icing on the cake, and now it's time to digest and say goodbye, Reese. Oh, good. Thank you for joining me today. Anytime, man. Thanks for having me, bro. I was gonna ask before we go. What have you got to plug? What's what do you got going on? What do you want to tell my listeners? Uh, when's this Aaron? Tomorrow. No, probably uploading it. Probably yeah, it's live. No, uh, probably around three or four weeks. I've got a lineup, so it, it is going to bake in the oven for a little bit. It's not going to be extra oh. toasty. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, uh, <laughs> depending on when you listen to this, uh, like and subscribe to the Studio Gates of Podcast, streaming all platforms, Spotify, Apple. Follow me on Instagram, Reese Muniz. That's a Reese with the C. And uh, <laughs> I feel like that was a jab at me. A little bit. A little All bit right, good. But, um, as long as we're clear. Yeah, just uh, follow me, and uh, you'll be able to. If you follow me, you'll be posted on everything. So that's that's cool. Nice, dude. And that'll all be in the show notes. So you guys don't even have to know how to spell Reese. You just click on that yeah. link, and you're like, oh, I can follow Reese. Great. I'm gonna post some show days, but you don't even know when you'll air this, so I'll just let it be. If you follow me on IG, then we'll go from there. Okay. All right. Sounds good. What show dates do you have coming up, by the way? Time let's, right now, let's flex got, anyway. Uh, right now I got some I got two to next week. Uh Tuesday at House of Comedy on the thirteenth. Uh I think the show starts at seven thirty, one of Mike Dapper's shows. Um, nice. League of Extraordinary Comedians. No, I think this is um Another show. I think the comedian's name is Doug Brown. I think he might be like an out-of-towner or something. Dude, Doug Brown? Yeah. You don't? No. Never heard of him. Sounds (laughs) sounds kind of cool, though. (laughs) Uh, On the 16th, I'm going to Prescott with John Carden. I don't know if you've ever talked to John Carden before. Yeah, yeah. He was a guest on episode 127. Damn, you 127 episodes deep? Dude, this is 182. Oh, Damn. That's nice, yeah. bro. You kicking, yeah. you fucking kicking it. That's dope. Yeah, actually, this is. I just released episode one eighty four. By the time this comes out, this might be one ninety. Yeah. Whenever this it? comes out. Yeah, ever, when uh, when this comes out in twenty twenty three, bro, I'm gonna be. Who you got lined up next? I gotta make sure mine comes out before whoever you got next. Have you ever heard of Steve Trevino? Oh damn yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. This is the end, but dude, thank you so much. This has been an absolute 
pleasure. Oh uh, yeah, it's been cool, bro. It's cool just chilling, talking. That's dope. I haven't yeah. done like I haven't done anybody else's podcast in like a minute. I hope you had a good time, man. I I thought we meshed well. I feel like you never know what's gonna happen when you like we met once before for thirty seconds, but yeah. this is like really the first no, time we're talking. At least you, didn't, uh, you you met me in person first before trying to like you know, I can kind of get your vibe from there instead of just hitting me on Instagram and trying to get on. You know how that goes sometimes. Dude, that's that's like 80% of my gets. Sometimes I, I've not... Like Steve Trevino, man. I've never met him before and I get on and yeah. I'm like, hey, yeah, you want to... That looks good on your part. I mean, how I see it. Like if you do get back in the stand-up, at least you got some connections that you've done podcasts with. Yeah, that's a good point. That is true. Yeah. That's true. So I'm just afraid of it because I feel like I've done a pretty good, a decent job at growing my podcast. And then I'm going to go to like my first open mic and then just fucking suck. Cause I've the game. You got to try it. You got to see if it's fun. At least like if you, if you go to open mic, anything like your podcast stands tough, you know, comedy, everybody knows you got to work at it. Podcast though is like, you put it on there, either people like it or not, but you're doing your thing. You got That's a true. killer lineup of comedians. So if you bomb, I don't think it's going to flood your podcast with like one-star reviews or anything. That's true. You, God, dude, you're just such a nice... For a studio gangster, you really are just studio a nice... Gangster, bro. That's why I'm capping all the time. Uh, all right, well, hey, man. I'll let you go, but I was going to say, I'll let you know before this episode out you okay you all right sweetie i've seen it too i didn't want to say nothing wow <laughs> might have to put you down you done put it down no nah, she's dead son her organs are gonna go to those hospitals no but anyway all right man well i've taken up a lot of your time so thank you again it's been Anytime, great bro. just let me know when all that shit's gonna drop and i'll post it oh awesome thank you so much man and uh you know what you have a good night. Make sure guard that shit in your fridge so the fucking moose doesn't sure. I'm take it. my name on everything right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Peace out. Later, dude. You just made it to the end of the podcast. Hooray! Reward yourself with an ice cold stare in the mirror and say, I am awesome. And after you do that, reward me. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram at a comedy advice podcast. Love ya.